Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with UK. We are very excited. We have a very special guest today. Do you want to introduce them? Yeah, we have Sean McLaughlin from Bachelor in Paradise on here. How's it going? We are thrilled to have you on. Yeah, it's going really well. Thank you guys for having me on. I'm, uh, I'm excited to, uh, to talk with you all. I think it's a long time coming. What, yeah. You're in Nashville, you said, for work. What, what type of work are we doing in Nashville? Yeah, uh, so I'm in sales. I work for a tax advisory firm. So I go to a bunch of uh, conferences. There just happens to be a conference in Nashville this weekend. Uh, just try to help companies with, I guess it's a, it's a stimulus program from COVID. So work with a lot of health centers. Amazing. So not as, not as glam as the <laughs> Bachelor Nation lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. But people, it's so funny because when I go to these conferences, people will come up and be like, wait, are you... Are you on The Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, what are you doing here? Like, they right. always think that I don't have a real job. Like, I have <laughs> right. to still work, guys. No. It's, what are it's you doing really here funny. is a crazy question. Yeah. And that's like always the reaction. They're like, what are you doing here? And then I get to explain like, hey, I work for this company. We do all this. So it's actually been good for business, but they're always, they're always shocked to see me out in person with a real job, not on like, TV. <laughs> as if he didn't have a life prior. Like if he was just born out of the bachelor realm and had no existence before. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. it, 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 it's, it, you know, I guess the assumption of you um, from, I guess, a viewer standpoint and kind of what goes on in the internet is that you worked at Barstool and then you went on The Bachelor or Bachelorette. And oh, my God. I didn't know we worked it, at Barstool. Right. Oh, God. You, you didn't know that. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't. You're not on the Internet, Kay. I, I guess not. I'm brand new to this information. Literally just right. Born, you actually. and I are the most extremely online people I know. How did you miss that one? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was funny when they came out, too, because obviously Re and Fran, they do a show about The Bachelor. And I had met them when I was working there. So I was always like waiting for it to come out because I didn't tell anyone at, at Barstool that I was doing this. Um 
And then I remember waiting for their podcast to show up and I was like, yeah, it'd be cool to have like a lot of support from them. You know, I knew him in a past life. Nope, hated me from the jump. Like this guy's right. here for clout. <laughs> oh well, I can, I, I can understand why that's the assumption. You know, Sean, you're 26 now. Yeah. So like at 20, you know, when I remember like my, when I'm 26 and I'm starting to do comedy, I'm putting stuff on the internet. The, uh, you know, it was embarrassing to pursue whatever that meant. You know, like, you know, the idea of becoming a blogger was a punchline at my at that age for me. And now I feel like old man internet right now. But <laughs> there, now that is a more normalized thing to like to seek out opportunity on the great wild west of the internet. So I, you know, I think that's a lot of people's assumption of you is that like, you know, when they say, why are you here? They expect you to be <laughs> at some sort of like convention with influencers, you know, yeah. you know, trying to figure out ways to make it work on the internet or make it work through influencer-ish things. So do you, did you aspire for that? Do you, or do you kind of get like cringe at that? kind of um assumption you know what do you feel feel about that and have you felt that from people yeah i, I think it's always the the thing when like why would you go on that show to begin with and there's always we can get into the reasons why truthfully it was like the most incredible experience of my life but right. i had you know a pretty successful career before the bachelorette and that came out i, I put a lot on the line to even go on the show and as I've gotten older, I'm still young, 26, but as I've gotten older, I started to value experiences a lot more and some of the stuff you're able to do in life. Like I feel like life goes so quickly that you can wake up tomorrow and like you're 50, have a family and you look back to your time in your 20s and like, oh man, I wish I did that. I wish I took that chance. I wish I kind of mm -hmm. went deeper into those things. So when The Bachelorette kind of came on the radar and one of my old coworkers had nominated me, I was like how many people get to do this? Like truly, how many right. people get to go and Listen. have this experience? Yeah. And I said, fuck it, let's go. Like there's more people drafted in the NBA each year than that to go do this. And I had the best time. And I was always open to the idea. Like, hey, like, can you go find love on a dating show? I was like, I don't know, I hope, but let's let's go figure it out. Let's hang out with the boys. Let's have a good time. I love, love that the perspective. you have that stat. I love that you have that stat. stat off the top of your head. Keep that because that is a... <laughs> Jared it's and I, I don't know one. if you saw our faces, but we both were oh, like, yeah. <laughs> there we go. That. No point made. No, but that's, that's a great, it's a great way to look. That's perspective. You shifted mine just now. Okay. And I are like, yeah, that, that's a fair point. And also, you know, from the perspective of like who gets drafted in the NBA, like uh superstar athletes who gets, you know, drafted quote unquote into the, uh, the bachelor bachelor universe, you know, People have accept, you know, you, you gotta have abs, you know, like yeah. you know, like yeah. you know, like <laughs> I'm not gonna get brought very, in. Yeah, you gotta have you gotta have something spe special. You gotta be tall. Yeah. You gotta be tall. Mm -hmm. You gotta be outgoing. Like all these guys are so fucking tall. It's really insane. Right. I'm like I don't give. How off. tall are you? I'm six one. I was impressed because so I met Sean and Brayden and Xavier and a few of the other guys at the Mentel All press junket after the show. And I think I even said to him, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe how tall you guys are. I wasn't right. expect I yeah. wasn't expecting and not that anybody's giving off 
short energy, quote unquote, but everybody was so much taller. Dodd and Xavier are 6'6". Six, six, or Dodd and 6'8", Xavier 6'6". Six, six, so Strong. anytime I would stand next to them, I'm like, guys, like, come on, bring Joey in here so I can actually look a little taller. But uh, <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> I was on screen with Dodd and at Dancing with the Stars this past week with Charity. And you, they like panned it. It says like Charity's fiance and friends. And it's me and this girl, Adrian, and then Dotton. And I am this big. It's like cutting my neck <laughs> off because they have to get Dotton and myself in the frame. So it's like just my head. And all you see is Dotton's yeah. like torso. <laughs> yeah, so I felt like fun. that the entire time. Literally, he was in my limo and I sat next to him. I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. <laughs> it felt very specific to charity season for some reason, the height thing. Like it's, it's almost it's like... It was just almost as if they were like, okay, you get to write one thing that makes you, you know, into a guy. And she just wrote height. Like, it, yeah. it, it didn't feel that way. What's your yeah, biggest a, a turn tall, on? Tall, tall cast. Right. Height. So, Sean, what, you know, before you go on the show, you know, what did you, did you have an idea of what the joke would be about you? That's a good question. Did you, th um, or did you expect... <laughs> Because you have a look, you know, you knew the Ken Barbie thing. You have, you know, right now you're in a shawl sweater looking at us. You look very much like um, you're going to say, my dad will sue you. Like, did you have an idea that that could be the joke about you? Or do you do you not even think about that? And you're just like, whatever. Because you, again, you come from the Barstool universe. You know how these things kind of play out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's kind of been like the joke my entire life, truthfully, like before oh. any of this, like growing up, like my nickname on like my Little League team was like GQ. So like there was Love always it. this okay. look and I knew that if it was going to be something, it was probably going to be that. Like I do have a distinct look. I'm aware of it, but like I'm pretty self-aware and that's like my humor. Like I make fun of it. Half the time I'm doing these interviews and people are like, oh my God, he actually thinks he looks like Ken. I'm like, no, I don't think I look like Ryan Gosling. I think I look like a plastic doll sometimes, like shit like that. So I make fun of myself. I play into it, but that was going to be, it's going to be that. Like I totally get it. <laughs> I like that you, you perspective. That gonna, yeah, absolutely. Because like, I agree with you. If I was 26, I Jared and I talk all the time about if we would go on the show, et cetera. And I'm like, there's no way I would actually go on the show. I think, I mean, mainly because like I've gotten older and I'm past that. But if I was 26, yeah. fuck it, I'm going on the show. And then also I think, again, Jared and I are super online. We know too much. I'm, I don't want anybody talking about me. I don't want like people making <laughs> memes. I don't have that mental stability to handle that. But I think yeah. you have the best of both worlds where you have that perspective of, okay, I worked at Barstool. I know the gist of what goes on. And I'm also 26 and fuck it. Like, let's just do it. Yeah. And it was, it was really cool. And like, I didn't know what to expect before going on the show. Like I've never done anything like that. Even Barstool, like the level of production that is on the Bachelorette and Bachelor franchises is when I was at Barstool, there was like 40 people there. We had like half an office. It was not the same thing. So when I showed up, I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. But I always came into with the mindset. It's like you're you're gonna get hate no matter what, and I've been right. able to like make fun of it. Like you gotta laugh at it. You can't let it get to you. Like if you start like being upset with what people are saying online, like that's when there's gonna yeah. come for even more. Like I loved watching Jared just scream at his television <laughs> about how I'm like lawyering up if someone crosses me. Like that made my. We all laughed at that. Like we all had a good perspective with it. Well, too. I I think what you know I appreciate that, and I think what you learn is, and I I see this from the feedback I get is like. 
people who know how to have fun with a joke and people who just don't know how to have fun with a joke. Yeah. Like, I get yeah. feedback that is like, you know, this just specifically mean, not about you, but like about general, whatever they're, and they think they're making the same joke as me. And I'm like, man, I hope I don't sound that way. Like you, yeah. the, the ones that are easy to laugh at are the ones that you know come with like love and no hate and just having fun with what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like I know it's like the difference between being laughed with and laughed at. Like you don't know until you feel it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And like we had it in this season was like obviously like the Barbie movies came out. We had like that Barbie and Ken date. So like right. I knew that was going to be the joke. You got to keep um, so you have to capitalize off of it. Yeah. It'd be weird if you didn't acknowledge it, I think. Right. Yeah. You know, like it's, I think people would have made the joke anyway, so you might as well make it yourself and then let everybody talk about it. Yeah, for sure. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service, and for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com Newly with two U's with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes in the market for investment worthy bags watches and fine jewelry rebag is the answer rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity use rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands including louis vuitton chanel and cartier head to rebag.com to get five percent off your first purchase with code rebag new shop today at rebag.com that's r-e-b-a-g.com and use promo code rebag new for five percent off your first purchase So when when do they reach out to you for paradise? And are you like, is there something in your mind like awesome? Because when you're on the show, so the show is airing and then you get called for paradise. So you haven't even like found out what, you know, whether you did make a name for yourself or not. But obviously when the producers reach out, you have to go, okay, I'm going to get like some FaceTime. You have to Uh feel that, right? When do they reach out? Are you surprised? Are you excited? Again, the way you put it as an experience, like I could understand 26, someone reaches out and it's like, you want to go lay on the beach and make out for a few weeks? And you're like, yeah, why wouldn't I I'm do I'm ready that? to do so, that now. Right, right. I'm, <laughs> so, I'm waiting for a whole Bachelor in Paradise season where they tape you from the shoulders up. That's my yeah, dream. Please. 
<laughs> just from here up. Yeah. Right, right. Face card only. Right. They'd be like, wait, what, what happened to the bottoms? I'll be like, no, no, no. This, <laughs> is, this is okay with me. Blacked out like they do on the girls' asses. <laughs> like right. it just yeah. says the bottom. My full body. <laughs> yeah, well, the... Um, it, the timing of that is very unique with just the way it works out with The Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise. So I had I got sent home, obviously, from New Orleans. Um, I had a missed call from the people casting for Paradise before I even got back to my place. Like, it was immediate. Wow. So I got back. I got the call, and I was like, do you guys get notes on what just happened, like, at 3 in the morning last night? Because I was, like, crying in a hotel room. I just got back to Tampa. Like, let me figure it out. So I, I wasn't like, oh, my God, let's do it. Let's run back into it. Because it is – it's a unique experience where you have to, like, come back and adjust to reality and adjust back to the normal world for, like, a month. And then you're right back into it. So right. as time went on, I kind of got more open to the idea. I healed a little bit and, like, talked through some stuff. And I was like, all right, I'm more into the idea of paradise now. At first, I what, was like, "What was the healing? What, 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 are you, what are you? What are you healing from? Is it the relationship ending? Is it going from like I'm, you know, twenty cameras on me? What is? What What are you kind of put too. off I, by? Yeah, <laughs> it's um. All right, so it's it's very people watch, right? It's actually like a, a pretty like a mentally difficult environment to go well, into, right? Not sorry to interrupt, but like the thing you bring up uh, as far as the production, you know, that goes into it. We have we forget because we're all like having fun with this like you know dumb little show, but the reality is this is the biggest show on one of the big on the big mm -hmm. three networks. Like, yeah. there's no more sitcoms; they don't exist really anymore. These are the shows that are major, major. Like you, you're on a show that is is in front of more eyeballs than any show ever. You know, anywhere. Yeah. You know, so like. The, the idea that this is like some small little rinky dink operation. That's not the case. So I can no. understand you're surrounded by like a m bunch of producers, a bunch of cameras. And then you you're you're you're, you're falling for someone. at the you same You can't time. trust so anyone like I'd be weird. Right. I'd be like, OK, why are you asking me that question? Are you trying to get me to cry? Because I'm going to. Right. I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And, and that's the one part of it. It's like you got to realize and, and one of the things that I made charity season like really so special is like the guys, we knew that we're going to get hate no matter what. And we were just like, if you're, if you're in an interview, you're going to have to talk about the stuff going on in the show because that's what people want to watch. So the mm -hmm. people that go into it that are doing like job interviews, like not wanting to like talk a little bit of shit, like we all didn't care. When we were watching interviews, when Brayden said looked like Prince Charming, I thought that was hilarious. Like mm -hmm. we could all laugh at ourselves. Um, but in terms of go back to like the healing portion of it is you go in and I had no idea if I was going to have a connection uh, at all, right? When I go to the, when I go to the Bachelorette, I haven't had a relationship in six years. Yeah. I got really focused on my work, like haven't been able to like really connect with someone. So like I was open to the idea of it, but I definitely wasn't expecting it. So like to go in and then you know really you know Cherry's cool as hell. You've met you met her obviously both of you. She's awesome, right? Yeah. So you go into that, you're dating the same girl as like 25 other guys. We get down to like the end, and like I'm. Of thinking I might go to hometowns, like have that all planned out to have that literally be like ripped away in a second and then you're back into reality. That's what takes a little bit of adjustment. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it was it was an awesome experience. Looking back, I think in the moment when they called me, I was like, that was crazy. Like, what the fuck did I just do? Um, especially like the way it ends. And then as it, like I got a chance to like reflect on the experience itself. Like I made some of the best friends on that show. We're all still close. We were in Nashville together this weekend. Um, and I really did have an amazing experience and I'll, I'll treasure that for a long time. Who was in Nashville and where'd you go? <sighs> Where didn't we go? Uh, who's in Nashville? So me, John B, John Henry, Xavier, 
Warwick lives here, and then James and Caleb as well, the wrestler. Oh, the A so team. I was here. The A teams there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We had we had a good one. We had a good one, and I was here for work already. So I knew I had a conference in Nashville. Warwick lives there, so hit up the boys be like anyone want to come to nashville and like we weren't expecting everyone to say like yeah let's fucking do it and then seven guys came through it was, it was a it was a trip especially with all all the bachelorette parties going on like you see all of us like seven pretty big dudes walking down the street right. we got yeah it was fun it was a good time so is it broadway you're hanging at or are you going to like off broadway what are we, what are we talking here all right, so Warwick lives in Nashville, so he right. loves the local spots, but this is my first time in Nashville ever. So you so want to hit see, Broadway. Yeah, yeah I you want to see the show. That's great. Uh, yeah, I love Nashville. I mean, like, those that that Broadway scene is like, I mean. Unmatched. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. And, and I, you know, there's someone living in Nashville right now that's listening. They're rolling their eyes. They're like, I would never go within 10 feet <laughs> of it. And I'm like, yeah, you're right, too. You know, that, that. Both are fair. Um, yeah. So you come back, you heal, and you have this missed call, and then what? What's this? You know the process. That's like? crazy that it happened so fast. I can't right. believe that. Yeah. Like I it didn't expect it to so happen fast. like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, you kind of have an idea when you're going through it. Like afterwards, like all right, like maybe, like because we'll talk about it and whatnot. Like maybe you'll have it um, when we came back. But to have it that quickly was like, oh my god, this is pretty crazy. Um, but I had work, right? Like so, when I went on the show, I was fortunate enough to keep my job for the Bachelorette mm. to yeah. a degree. Um, a to a degree, story. what does that mean? All right, so funny story. Um, that I don't that didn't get shown. I wish it did. We're in New Orleans, and I haven't talked to anyone from the outside world in a month. No, like you don't don't you, have, you don't have your phone. You have nothing. You have no TV either. So you're just in in this environment. And I got pulled, and I go into a room, and there's like a phone, and um, I got a missed call, and it was for my work. So they're like, hey, you have to take this. So I get on the phone, and my company was like, hey, if you don't come back to work on Monday, you're fired. So what do you want to do? And in that moment, I was like, whoa, I got back into reality a little bit. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to lose my job. I just bought a house before going on the show. Like, I need this job. And then I saw him back and I was like, it was kind of a Jordan Belfort moment where I'm like, I'm not fucking leaving. (laughs) And then I got sent home like a day later. (laughs) So I showed up to work on Monday after having that conversation. Like, I'm not leaving. I got to see this thing through. And then I showed up to the office on Monday. I'm like, what's up, guys? I'm back. (laughs) And what did they say? I need to know. They're like, oh my God, thank God. We like, we, we love you. We didn't want you to leave. So you have that. Like I, I went to Hawaii for a work trip right after. Like the, the two or three days after I got sent home from the Bachelorette, I went to President's Club in Oahu. So they're like, oh, we're so happy you're back. Like we're, we're excited. And then obviously I had already gotten the call for Paradise. So then I went back to him like, so... Uh, can I do paradise? And they're like, absolutely not. Like you're either here, or you're there. You have to make a decision. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm 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 gonna do paradise. Like I really want to do it. And like if it doesn't work out with with us, like unfortunately that's the way it's gonna go. I thought I had I had leverage. I thought, and then I quit. And they're like, why'd you quit? I'm like, well, I'm gonna go do paradise. And and that's kind of yeah. how it happened. So and so when you yeah. came out of paradise, you found a new job pretty quickly. I, ha- I had something lined up before I went. I, I, I've worked with this one girl at three different companies now. We're like best friends. She's like one of my closest friends. I had brought her to the company I was at when I went to The Bachelorette. She had left to go work at this new tax advisory firm that we work for now. So when she heard I left Paycom, we're, we're close. So I was telling her I was going to leave. She's like, come work for us, please. I had one call and they're like, yeah, when can That's you start? That's amazing. 
there's somebody listening like the looking fuck? for jobs right now having like a shit yeah. time they're like what the fuck is this, this is imagine yeah. applying on linkedin like nobody's looking at your linkedin <laughs> resume no. application like yeah at this point the job market i feel like really is you have to know someone you have to have a referral right. you have to have a recommendation otherwise you're not just getting the job wow right. yeah they knew I was on the bachelorette. They didn't know I was gonna do paradise. So he's like, when can you start? And I'm like, yeah. uh, there's about one thing. <laughs> and I was like, I gotta do this one thing that'll come back. And he's like, all right, go go figure it out. They were super supportive. They've been great. And it's been, it's been fun. They're all watching it. So they're watching yeah. paradise right now. And we're going to conferences and like my coworkers will be like, damn, that was a tough episode last night. <laughs> so. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. We need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So we're interviewing you right around the time that we watched the episode um, where it's they had the truth box. Now, yeah. the truth box comes out. Was it known? It seemed as though from our end, from the viewing end, but it wasn't really said that Braden and Andrew S. kind of like stuffed the ballots, so to speak, like put and then, you know, ex wanted to expose things kind of mm -hmm. on his way out. Aaron S. Is that what happened? Is that what went down? It was, it, it, it was there. It was cat kind of like, was there looking for a way to kind of, you know, show who cat really was. Was that what this was all it about? Felt what planned. It, it felt planned. Right. The whole thing, the truth box was a unique like bit to that entire episode because listen, say what you want about me. Like I'm pretty upfront. I'm pretty direct. Like if I have a problem with someone, I'm going to fucking say it to their face and be like, yeah. all right, like this is my problem. As soon as the truth box came in, I'm going to call it the entire cast right now. People are running and putting notes in there. It's like, wow, you guys have these opinions. Just like let people know, like you can talk about it. So Kat's getting all these things read about her. She's like, what the fuck? Like, why does everyone hate me? So wait, people, like were, people, were people were running to the box. People were like, I love this. Like they were like, this is a great way for me to get this off my chest. It was like the, the biggest source of entertainment at that moment. Everyone's running. And like, I only thing I put in that box was like, Wells needs to stop pouring half shots of tequila. Like that just was fucking hilarious. around with Wells. <laughs> and uh, yeah, everyone had like an opinion about something. And I was just like, wow, like I didn't, I didn't know these things. Like I think Kat's a really good person. And everyone, like the way it's kind of shown is that she was playing Brayden. I don't think she played Brayden at all. But uh, yeah, it was, it was unique hearing those things read. I think Brayden was definitely stuff in the box. And he's, um, we're friends now, but like, I was like, yeah. dude, what the fuck? There's like 9 million letters about you making out with Rachel. I was like, this guy gotta be gotta be he's in there just one after another Braden should Braden and Rachel should kiss just stuff in it so Rachel should have put one in and it's like I want a restraining order from Braden. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> no, they're, he's he's good. They're they're great, and they're yeah. they're both like obviously like, we filmed a while ago, so now it's it's funny watching it back, and like we all keep in touch pretty well. Uh, so we're having we're having a lot of fun with it. But yeah, that night fucking sucked. Oh my god, it was the worst fucking night. I think that's got to be like a regular reoccurring thing. Like I, I love it. It felt like very it. Survivor. Yeah, it was. And then we had like the Hannah Brown bonfire before that. So like right. my time in like when I was there, it was just nonstop of like, all right, like this is like some juicy tea. We're sitting around a campfire, like everyone's like saying their piece. And like, I don't think we could have just like lied truthfully and been like, oh, like whatever. And like kept it together. But once Hannah Brown got down there, everyone became a lot more open. And then the truth box was one of those things too, where like people just put whatever they were feeling in it. Hannah Brown showing up, it was funny to see that was the difference between people who are aware of the internet universe and people who are kind of unaware. Like, you could tell you, Rachel, there was like a, oh my God. Uh, it, it felt like, honestly, it felt like Taylor Swift had arrived. It, was that like felt on the beach? So it was It was just a shock because like you, when yeah. you go down to paradise, you're like, all right, who's, who could potentially be coming down? Like you never know. Like I don't think anyone ever thought that Hannah Brown would be coming down to the beach. And also if you think about like the timelines, like we didn't know that she was engaged like at all. Like we, we no one had any idea. So you guys we are watching that now. She had a boyfriend. Like, like everybody knew she had, I had right? no idea. Like I, I knew she I was in a relationship, but like. I, I, I kind of had an idea. I can understand that, like, no TV, no phones. You can't just, like, Google right no, away. No, but she's been in this relationship for, like, two years. I, But you have no idea. Like, you, really, I truly <laughs> didn't know. Like, Kay, I, I have friends you. that are... I have friends that have gotten married to people. I'm like, what's her name again? Like, <laughs> at the wedding, you're this. like, what yeah. was the? I, I will coach myself up. I'll like say their name 700 times as I'm, I'm walking into their wedding. Yeah, like I. Yeah. So we didn't know. It, that, like everyone's starstruck, and she. I had only like people like, oh, did you watch the show before you went on? I had watched Peter like Pilot Pete season like. OG Pilot Pete, not the one on our season, like the OG guy. Yeah. Uh, so that was the only one I watched. So, like, I wow. knew of Hannah Brown. I knew of some of those. And that was a wild season. Like, whole, like the one to watch, that's a good one. Um, right. So that was, like, the only thing I really knew. And then, obviously, just have that familiarity with Hannah Brown. And she's she's really cool. She's a sweetheart. Yeah, she is. Well, this is uh, this has been a lot of fun, Sean. I, I, I'm happy you came on. We want everyone to go follow you on all the socials. Give your social. Give everything out. Are you planning on – I mean, are you looking to get on – more shows or is this uh, do you is there an aspiration for more of this what do we what do you think um I, I think life's changed like quite a bit um the last six months i would say especially like we filmed paradise before i even saw a sink like before bachelor right. came out i had no wow. idea so it it's been a it's been a whirlwind uh it's been cool i mean I, i'm really content with where i'm at in life right now but one of those things like if something comes across and i'm interested in it i'd be open to it like i'm, I'm really enjoying just like having fun right now and having a good time and like this is so unique um but i don't know i'm never gonna shut down an opportunity like we'll see what right. happens in the future um for good or for bad i guess like sometimes i make good television even as at the detriment of myself and my family <laughs> but um yeah no you can follow me on instagram uh, at shawnee mclaughlin um yeah i i'm not like crazy influencer type stuff but i post some no. funny shit every now and again so everyone go follow yeah, people just want to see the behind the scenes of like your actual life, and I think that's what people really like to see. You you live in Tampa, you said? 
Yep, live in Tampa. I've been on the road quite a bit just with work right now, but I can't wait to get back to Tampa and just and just hang out a little bit. What's the best bar in Tampa if someone's going to go visit there? I've visited Tampa a Ooh. lot. I love going there. Fun time, young city, like very, like it feels like the, you know, the like where all 20-year-olds, people in their 20s go to hang. Where would you send pe- people it's in Tampa if they're going to go have like the best night? Okay, best night. I like Five Eleven, which is a newer bar. Um, they actually owned by the same company that owns like Three Ten Bowery in, um, oh, yeah. in New York Love City. Three Ten so, Bowery. So good spot there. Um, but if you want a dive bar, like I'm always all about going to grab a beer, like by the beach. Like there's a place called the Blind Goat that's like in Tampa that no one really knows about. Ultimate dive bar, but you go and watch a football game. It's fun. So those two spots, depending Love on it. what you're into, yeah. Such a fun town. I love coming down to Tampa. Um, all right, well, dude, this was amazing. We'll have to uh, do it again. Thank you for coming on. Yes. Yeah, I appreciate y'all having me. It was great to great to talk <laughs> for with you guys. It's been fun. So good luck in Nashville. <laughs> Thank you guys. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. The Bachelor Podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amy Clackner. Guest booking by Allie Friedlander. And be sure to follow at The Bachelor on Instagram and Bachelor Pod on Twitter. And send us your emails to bachelor at betches.com. Betches.